She's good. Oh my God. Welcome to She's Hi. Good. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. My name is Julia. I'm Katie. I'm Mary Beth. And we did introduce ourselves at the top of this episode, unlike most. Um, <laughs> but um, also, unlike most episodes, this one is a little bit different. And it's a little bit exciting because we have with us today a very special guest joining us for Lepad. Um, so if everyone, you know, at home or wherever you're listening to this, would just like stop whatever you're doing and um, applaud and then send that to us in a TikTok. Um, welcome to She's Good, Leah Gibbard. Yay. Thank you. I felt like the opening of a game where you run out like the Detroit Lions. <laughs> like you just were like, yeah. such a buildup. <laughs> yeah, that's the only <laughs> intro I know. And then you slap our hands and then we do like a, a yeah. oh yeah, the, yeah. The triangle yes. bridge tunnel. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh my gosh, I miss doing that. That is something I forgot about till you just brought it up. It's yeah, like, oh, same. Highlight of all games at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, win or lose i truly miss it <laughs> lose or draw we're doing the tunnel do the tunnel oh my god that is funny at real quick at what age do we stop that did we? i feel I, like high school we still did it maybe maybe senior year high school you're like nope you're like, i'm over this <laughs> yeah i don't do this anymore you guys are i am 18 now i will not tunnel <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't need my permission slip signed anymore i can not <laughs> inject myself out of school if i'd like <laughs> um so we're excited to have you on the podcast today um we wanted to talk to you because leah you played softball as a youth and through yes. through uh, to two i mean would we call 18 an adult <laughs> <laughs> I think it's considered an adult okay, um, cool. up until college when I tried out did not make the team and then continued to play rec league with any uh, employer that had a rec softball league nice and, but you went to college at that's smart. Michigan State right I did so I tried out for state's team and that was my first ever not only like second string but like you didn't even make the team well okay I mean, but the fact that you like won big school, the fact right. that, you, <laughs> that you even were and gonna try the, out is yeah, impressive I, it's hard um i also just to give context here like my the school that i went to growing up what did not have a great softball league or i don't even i don't remember the divisions but i feel like was it the further you went the less probably competitive it was I don't, I don't know but I just remember like we didn't have the best um softball league so that was um always apparent when you would go into tournaments and you would yeah. play like division one mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> there's a clear difference in yeah level here. where did you go again so I went to Loster High School, right. which is now Bloomfield Hills High School. So they merged with our rivals at the time. <gasps> I think we, I think that my high school, we played. Yeah. Oh God, Degrassi again. <laughs> Huge plot point. That's actually based off my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, yeah, it, um, the high school, like the softball team there, we, we had a different coach every single year I was there. Like it was just not stable. So that kind of, I think contributed to just not really having a strong, like, Oh, 
that does yeah. not set you up for success. Well, and and but. I should say we we all so the four of us know each other because we all are, are grew up in in Michigan. So Losser being a uh, everybody who's listening to this is gonna know. This. Oh yeah, I should have said like everyone. <laughs> no, no, not so. at all. I I should have. Um, but um, yeah. So we all we all know each other from the comedy community, in, in obviously including Leah and um the yeah so losser and but real quick because this i'm stuck on this losser and bloomfield hills at the time that you were playing were rivals it, they were called andover high school so they actually oh, that was the andover? site is on yeah so andover were, was our rival high school and um they ended up combining schools and i think the site is on like where Andover used to be, but they renamed it Bloomfield High School just because both schools were in Bloomfield Hills. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we played you guys. Um, yeah, Farmington, right? Based yeah, on your yeah. sweatshirt. I'm, okay. <laughs> yep. Yes. Farmington was one of the schools we played. So, in, um, in, okay. no, you're good. I was just going to say it was very um, different from when I grew up. I went to a Catholic school through basically eighth grade. So, going to like Gloucester High School, like, the the sports dynamic was very different so but yeah oh my yeah it's so different playing like a cyo like ca- like the catholic league mm-hmm. and then hopping over to yeah i played volleyball with my catholic church and i was like the one kid who did not go to the catholic school but they like still let you do it if you're part of the parish oh my gosh those girls did not like the public school kid me really <laughs> Yeah. Wait, okay. So in my mind, when I was growing up, CYO leagues were, were usually like pretty good. And that might have been, I feel like Livonia just had strong sports all around because that's like all people did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember this, like the CYO leagues being like, oh, you, oh, you play CYO? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was on the B team. Okay. So, so, that's yeah. so I mean, I remember being. <laughs> being in the league and having a couple girls on our team coming from the public school and they ended up being one of my closest friends like at least one of them I actually my mom gave us the decision like our eighth grade year that we could either continue going to this catholic school or switch to public school and I was like yeah I would like to go to public school and that's when <laughs> I made the switch over it all of my like good friends were having met through softball like <laughs> well that's so cool I love that that's awesome yeah, I think um, I part of it was I just like I mostly had guy friends. Like I felt like I connected more with guys originally, and then through sports is where I met the girls that I would get along with. So, yeah, there's something like so like yeah, there's something so fun about the sports dynamic for girls. I feel like because you're like going to tournaments and you're like practicing all the time. And there's just like, you kind of like have no choice, but to become friends with those people and to develop like this level of intimacy, like very quickly, because you have to like be cohesive and like do good stuff on the mm-hmm. field. You so have to be a team, if you would. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's actually, yeah, team, totally. Team but, player, but yeah, team just, building, teamwork, team sport. Team. Yeah. <laughs> No, but definitely I feel like it kind of fosters that like closeness and like, yeah, I always had really good friendships when I played, played sports. So, yeah, I think, sorry. No, 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 go. (laughs) 
Oh, I was just going to say that. Um, yeah, that year, my transition from like Catholic school to public school, I remember our, I think it was the the county like threw on activities where you would get in the mail, like an activity booklet. And it was free if you lived within the county. So my parents would always like, both of them worked full time. So it was always just like, oh, look, there's a softball league. Like you can join that. And it was essentially free. Um, so yeah, that doing that helped my transition so much from going like starting into a public school my eighth grade year where I knew no one and everyone had pretty much been going to school with each other like yeah. forever um, to have been in that softball league because yeah my first day I like just zoned in on who I knew from softball. <laughs> yeah so did you start playing like when you were like an elementary school kid or was it like yeah, I did a lot of sports. I I think soccer was the first one because I definitely feel like that rec league was like something almost every kid I went to school with. Like, I don't know if all parents talk to each other and were like, they got it. Yeah. <laughs> soccer is yeah. like fundamental to life. So <laughs> I played soccer, but I was never aggressive enough. Like I was never aggressive enough for soccer. I I was always defense and I I, I just could never focus to where... I just, I don't know. My head wasn't in it. I felt like soccer required a lot more stamina than like oh, softball. Yeah. Yep. I, when I played softball, it was just great. Cause there's this mental component to it that like, and it's not, you're not necessarily getting physical with somebody. You don't have that yeah. physical contact all the time where you can still be competitive, but it's more about strategy versus, mm -hmm. you know, who's not going to back totally. down, which I felt like was more in soccer of like, you're, you know, successful if you're playing offense, if you're, if you are aggressive. So also, and with soccer uh, too, you, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, there's also a lot of breaks in softball. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Well, I think <laughs> a lot of people run. think it's boring and I yeah. get it. Like I totally am like, if I was a spectator and I didn't understand, like if I wasn't in the game, I, I totally see when people yep. tell me like, oh, it's so boring. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm like, oh my God, the count is like two to one. What are they going to pitch? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's exciting yeah. too, but like I would never have the endurance to be able to play a sport where you just run back and forth nonstop. But like softball, like I can, I can sprint for like where, like right. these different plays and then like take a breather. And for, <laughs> yeah. And for me, I pitched. So they actually would have a pinch runner run for me like I would get to bat occasionally you so I had like the best of both worlds I <laughs> yeah. would like bat and hit it and then as soon as I got in first they'd be like pinch runner and put someone else in <laughs> yeah I ran 60 feet today nice. I did it <laughs> got my steps um, in yeah oh man that's awesome <laughs> uh when did you start playing fast pitch or did you like start with fast pitch that would that seems weird to me if you did that yeah but. it's actually funny because I remember uh, this Bloomfield Hills, like softball league that I used to play in, we had, um, there was, I don't know if it was just the head of it or what his role was, but he used to like jump from, I think there were four diamonds where people would play concurrently and he would jump around and watch. And I think it was right before my eighth grade year when I ended up switching schools that he saw me and he, he kind of was like, I see potential in you as a pitcher. I want you to keep at it. And at the time I wasn't like, I would say it was more slope pitch. And he went, I want you to focus on speed and not accuracy. And I did that. And he was like, you have a great arm, you're fast. And I don't want you to care where you throw it. And that really like at a young age was great advice because I started off strong, started off like throwing fast pitch, 
but my accuracy was so <laughs> bad and I hit girls so much oh. and girls would literally not want to go up to the plate. Like they would start crying and they would like tell their coach that they didn't want to go up and I would get yelled at that I was doing it on purpose. And I felt so bad. And he kept telling me, you just got to stick with it. And the accuracy will come with practice. And I eventually got a pitching coach. Like I was very into it for a while where, um, my dad like would drive me every Sunday to go see this pitching coach. And like, he had this room that, um, was basically just like, I don't even know, but like cameras that would take even from a side view, like your, you would watch yourself after, and he would compare you to like professional pitchers at the time. Yeah. And, and I just remember being like, I'm going to be on the USA team one day. <laughs> And that obviously didn't happen, but yes, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are in my heart. We have been talking about how this next year's Olympics, everyone's going to have COVID, and they're going to have to come to us. The, the, the second citizens. string, yeah, yeah. yeah. the second string. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to make it. <laughs> yeah, that is, like, yet, that, but... <laughs> that is, but that's so cool that you, as a kid, you saw that for yourself. Yeah, because. I, I, I played softball. I played soccer. I played like a couple different sports. That was never something that was ever in my mind. And that's not, I don't think that's a like commentary on like how good of a player I was or anything. I think it's more like a commentary on like what I, my, what I saw for myself and what my yeah. own limitations of like, you know, dreaming of something like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the fact that you were like, I'm going to play for Team USA one day. That to me is like so cool. Yeah. That What's you saw funny that for yourself. is I think about it and I compare it to like, I have <laughs> people that I know that had like a very influential teacher in their life, like that pushed them. Mm -hmm. I never mm -hmm. had that at all in the classroom. I don't have one teacher that I think kind of connected with me. I think I got by. I think I passed mm -hmm. with, you know, just being like, I'm going to do well enough where nobody has to like talk to me and um but not good enough that they're going to like push me any harder than I need to. I'm just going to get yeah. by. And to have someone um that I had like going into going into 8th grade really who right off the bat was like I'm going to prep you. He was actually the coach for my high school my freshman year. So before I don't know what went down where he stopped after that, but it really helped because he was like we're going to prime you for high school. I like went in, they had a rigorous like tryout and I I was all excited and about like the possibility of being on varsity my freshman year. I was like how cool is that? And it happened, but it like uh, it was very interesting because of just the dynamic with other girls and like our coach, you know, changing year to year. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely, I think, um, I also had a girl that I clicked really well with, who was also a pitcher and she was a year above me. So when I started my freshman year, she like very much took me under her wing and I, I can totally see how pitchers could be competitive. Cause you're like, you know, there can only be one pitcher on the field at a time yeah. or on the diamond. Time. So I was really lucky that she never kind of looked at me as like competition and more so would like invite me to go train with her. Like we would go to the high school on weekends and just oh pitch together. Love... She's the one who like told me about the softball camps that I would go to. She was the one who introduced me to our, the pitching coach that I went to cause she was going to him. Like, so I want to cry. Was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Truly. People... So that was really great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, so you were on, were you on varsity as a freshman? I was, but I also was like dual where they also asked me to come down to freshman games. So Mm -hmm. I would play for varsity games, but then also play for the JV games occasionally when they needed it. Yeah, they didn't have a JV pitcher and they were like, well, yeah, we need you. (laughs) Especially when you play double headers a lot Mm -hmm. and they don't necessarily want to play the same pitcher for both games. So the fact that there was really only one there, they were like, you know. We want two. We don't want okay, you to. So you almost like, kind of got like double the games that you would have gotten. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I didn't mind at all. Most of my friends actually were on JV because, you know, like besides me, there was one other girl who made varsity as a freshman and she went to this other school called International Academy, which. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if they didn't have their own sports teams or what, but. They it did was not. Kind of, yeah, okay. they didn't. Yeah. So. Okay. Is that yeah. the one? We don't have to get into this now, but is that the one that you riffed with or she would get like jealous of you? We were very competitive, I think, her and I. Yeah, we were competitive, but she wasn't. um, It was funny because I feel like it was somewhat of a healthy competition, Mm -hmm. um, but it was always like, you know, oh, I'm not the only freshman who made varsity. There's someone else, you know, and there's they used to have a they used to have a. A tournament every year that was dedicated to someone who had passed away who used to play softball at Losser and it was called her name was Stacy Scheib and they used to have like the Scheib tournament every year and like schools would come and play and there was a banner and every year like one person got recognized and your name would get on the banner and I still remember her name got on the banner and I didn't get <laughs> no <laughs> no well that's that it inappropriate more because it does it does matter this school, school has been erased I like went online to try to find <laughs> any information <laughs> like, it's fully Bloomfield and there never was an Andover and there never was a last yeah. before <laughs> they're like Stacy who <laughs> <laughs> they oh, forgot but... about her too <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, (laughs) but it was it was. I mean, everyone I feel like got along really well. So that's that's what's I don't know great about I feel like team sports when you have a a group of people who connect like that because you spend so much time together. Like you're you know every day after school or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, then on the weekends and so and like I think the the you brought up like to have the non-competitive just like building each other up relationship like those are so important to have whether i mean huge to have it from a coach or like an authority figure but also huge to have it from a peer and i know she was a little bit older than you but like Mm -hmm. it is and maybe that helped but it is like a lot of times there is just like built-in competition and to have that person that's gonna like be like, come with me to come train or whatever is, um, I mean, that's true. That's huge. Yeah. And that wasn't, I do remember there were a few girls who were seniors my freshman year that I think gave me a lot harder of a time. And and because I think there is a little bit of that. You need to go through this because you need to earn your spot here. Mm -hmm. And I was terrified of them. So it was helpful to have anybody be like nice to me. Tell me if this is true for you for soccer. Like the, the seniors would terrorize us. They, (laughs) they were so mean and they were like, you don't know this is what you do this is what happens and when we were seniors we were like not mean at all no, and we not. Were, you guys yeah, yeah. freshmen were little brats sorry for listening but yeah you got away with <laughs> shit and we were like you guys don't know how good you have it right now 
<laughs> yeah, I think there was one girl specifically who was a senior my freshman year that she really scared me because we used to have where batting practice, they would have me pitch to everyone. So I would pitch and like I said, I, it took a little bit for me to like hone in on not being so wild. Cause I would just try to throw hard. I was like, <laughs> yeah. he'd literally be like, throw through her glove. Like, don't even, you know, it's not even like you're playing catch and just throwing it to the catcher. Like imagine it, you know, through her, just trying to throw it as hard as you can. And eventually like switching up into, you know, curve balls and drops or drop balls or whatever. But like, it was very much speed and like, how hard could you throw it? And this girl like terrified me so much where she went up to bat and she was like, if you hit me, I'm going to kill you. And just looked me in the <laughs> eyes and it got me to where I accidentally hit her. Like, and I didn't do it on purpose, but she like threw the bat and I was like, she's going to storm the, the mound. I'm dead. Like, yeah, so she threw the bat so she couldn't hit you with it. <laughs> yeah. That was just like a rage that I was like, it's warranted. I get her frustration because she's like, don't hit me. It's a simple ask. It really <laughs> always liked to get hit in a game, not in practice, obviously. But I always like to get hit in a game because then you get on base automatically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you ever have the girl on your team who would just milk it? Like yeah. it would. Oh, God. Yeah. It was like. Oh, if it looks like it hit me, then I can take the base. So it'd be like, oh, ow, 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 ow. ow. <laughs> and you're like, that totally. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a little bit of like showmanship to getting hit by a, a ball did, for sure. Yeah. Did you ever make anyone bleed? I don't think I made anyone bleed, thankfully. I have a, um, I, I have a memory when I was, when I was like four or five, when I played t-ball, I gave a girl a bloody nose and I remember it like it was yesterday. Cause I was like, man, I'm strong. <laughs> Crowning a cheap oh in the face with the ball. Got her good. Man, I'm strong. <laughs> um, so Leah, like you had this sort of like partnership almost with this like pitcher who was older mm -hmm. than you and like she it seems like she was like a role model to you in a lot of ways mm -hmm. but like was there a like professional women's sports person or not even a woman but was like was there like was there like a professional athlete that you kind of looked up to when you were a kid yes it was funny because I was actually talking to Julia about this like I feel like it was a few weeks ago mm -hmm. where the, and I was surprised I even remembered names because it feels like a lifetime ago. But yeah. like Jenny, Jenny Finch was the pitcher at the time who yep. like her name was everywhere. It, was nope. it Everyone could like know nothing about softball, but they knew who Jenny Finch was. Yeah. And I just like, I remember her kind of being like the that's who I aspire to be and she also was very like feminine too like she didn't hide any you know she would wear like her hair like really pretty and, and come and and then like kick ass and you'd be like wow yeah. she's you know like someone I would love to emulate but I the story I specifically told Julia that stood out to me was I remember being like waiting for a pitching lesson with my dad who was always like the person to drive me and he played baseball himself was very athletic so was always like supporting me and he was like I remember this story coming out where Playboy approached her to do like a shoot with them and she turned it down because she wanted it to be like a better role model for women and my dad was like I just think that's so great did like and I remember that like just being the the standard of like what you need to aspire to be 
Um, so, so definitely her. And then secondly, I remember like shortly, cause I think she, she uh, was before like Kat Osterman also was a very big pitcher yes. after her and she was a left-hander. And I remember everyone being like, oh, this left-handed pitcher. And for me, I was like, oh, and she's a brunette, which for some reason is like, I relate to her more. <laughs> yeah. But, She's for good. some reason we know Kat yeah, Osterman. have you know have you listened to us talk about her yet I have not gotten there yet oh. I was actually gonna ask because I think I'm still on like the fifth episode maybe of mm -hmm. listening and I'm wondering I was wondering if you talked about softball at all yeah did you, yeah did you watch the, the league Mariva. yeah did you watch athletes at unlimited at all they're the no. new league do you know what it is no, I don't. I'm like, embarrassingly, so, I have not caught. It's brand new. So it's okay. okay so yeah. it, it's this new league, but it's not. So, oh man, it's like uh, individual, like there's individual winners rather than teams. So oh. every week the teams change, you have the same like 50 or so people, but they pick new teams, the top four people that like, there's a point system and you earn points based on how you play um and you're you get points for your teams and everything and then the top four people of everyone draft new teams the next week and then you play three games with those teams so you're never on the same team and everyone kind of yeah. plays with each other and then at the end um there's like individual champions and Kat Osterman was the winner of season really? one As, yes athletes yeah she's still playing how old is she she right came back, back. She, she well she's 37 we learned <laughs> the, oh, wow. the analysts would not stop talking about it um but uh yeah she came out of retirement I guess to play for athletes unlimited and then I think she's trying to go yeah, to the Olympics I think she's trying to go to the Olympics um but yeah she's good <laughs> yeah I was she's wondering because since I pitched I I assumed like because they're pitchers I was more interested and I wondered like did my teammates who were catchers like do they know who the catchers were at the time I always mm -hmm. felt bad because I felt like a catcher was like a very crucial role that got like a lot less mm -hmm. spotlight <laughs> so um I'm sad to say I don't know one catcher's name that played for like Team USA or any other like college team because college also was something that like we would occasionally watch on TV and like our team went and did a group trip to see U of M play like one weekend oh, cool. when they had a big game yeah like we all went and watched and supported so like it was definitely great to see like you said Katie like look up to yeah somebody because if not like then I probably would have never thought like I'm gonna be on team USA one day totally yeah um, well, but I do like that concept that you're talking about Mary Beth because the um I felt like that's what I loved about summer leagues was you you had all of these different schools and then during the summer less people usually would play mm -hmm. so they would group a lot of people from different schools would play and you would be playing some of these people who you would recall having seen on like your as your competition and maybe had some like hostile feelings because people would chant you know like <laughs> yep. like that I can't even remember them now but I feel like there was some mean chance that you could say <laughs> to the other team and uh and then all of a sudden there was this camaraderie uh, from playing with them that you're like okay we were enemies yeah, and now we're not turns out you're cool <laughs> yeah <had> fun. <laughs> I guess we could play we have a lot in common <laughs> yeah literally um, as soon so as the game ends <laughs> Yeah, as soon as, yeah. Um, so were you like a big like chanter slash cheerer when you were, because I remember just like, 
I remember how obnoxious it was as a player, but I also knew that I needed to do it yeah. because it was such a crucial part of the game. Yeah. You know, like it was as important as like fielding the ball, you know, yeah, was yeah. cheering. I did it a lot. And I think more so just being like, good eye and, you know, shouting <laughs> yep, the typical, yep. like, not your pitch. Uh, yep, yep, totally. <laughs> I think it was also a sense of like getting people to focus on the game because it's so easy when it's, when you're, um, it's your team's turn to bat where the rest of the dugout is like talking and, you know, like not even paying attention. And you're like, come on, we got a girl up yep. there that we need to support. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> and because the energy can definitely lead to, I like you could be up for six innings and then the last inning, like the last half inning, if they have a rally, like all of a sudden you've lost, like, yeah. you know, and how it, like how important it is that everyone on the bench knows how many outs you have and, you know, like, cause that determines like what plays you're going to make if the ball yeah. comes to you or like how you're going to bat and everything. That like is that. one thing that I wish if I could go back that I would have paid more attention because so many times I would just black out like a, a ground ball would get hit to me. And then I'd be like, is there someone on third? I can't remember. Like, <sighs> is, was there someone on second? Do I need to check third? And like, I would freeze and not, you know, like that was something that, um, I definitely found myself to be spacey. The same thing in soccer where it would be like, if, if I was defense and all the action was on the other side of the field, I would just be like, <laughs> looking up. But all you have to do for soccer is look, look up for, I feel, I feel like for softball, but, there's, that was my thing. Yeah. Like, so much you have to know and think about. And like you said, okay, if there's, all right, we've got two strikes and two yeah, balls, this that is what was, pitch I should do <laughs> so I yeah had, plus um, on top of it she's pitching it's exactly. not like she's just like in <laughs> but, in the yeah, outfield like out. yeah you know there actually was a silver lining to having a different coach each year because that first coach who was like just pitch fast pitch hard like work on accuracy later then I had like after that a coach who was like okay you have two strikes on them and no balls don't give them a strike like they're because if you give them a strike they they have more of a chance to hit a home run off of you than if you throw a shitty pitch and then they're you know it's harder for swing, them yeah to, yeah, they're already like worried because they have two strikes and they don't want to strike out. So they're probably going to swing, give them a horrible pitch because either they miss it or it's going to go in the ground or, you know, be a pop-up. Mm -hmm. Like, so it was always this strategy of like, why are you giving, because I got obsessed with throwing strikes. I was like, I just want to throw strikes now. Mm -hmm. I've hit too many people. <laughs> now that I can <laughs> aim them where I want them, I yeah, want to yeah. do it. <laughs> exactly. And then it got to be, okay, no, you can't do that. And there's a lot of power in a change up because you've been throwing a fast pitch for you know pitch after pitch so they're not prepared for it so totally but that and also paying attention to my I also had this thing where I wouldn't even really look at like who was up to bat like it didn't even register and the coach would always be like she hit it to left field last time <laughs> and that's so powerful because you're like yeah if I give her the same pitch she's gonna do the same thing we should probably be prepared people shift there you know but for me I was just so like I don't remember everyone's different to me like yeah <laughs> well and that's I think what's so important about like having the team and having everybody mm -hmm. locked in because mm -hmm. like the communication you know, yeah exactly the person who's in left field who just like fumbled her last hit is gonna be like hey Leah like she just hit to me last time or you know yeah 
I'm going to drop it again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's any worse feeling though, of just like having a home run be hit and being like it, that was all on me. Like nobody else on this field made that home run happen, but me giving her a strike. That was something she knocked out of the park as, but as like a player who was not a pitcher, I can like say definitively that anybody else was like, I'm so glad that wasn't me. And also like, I could not be pitching <laughs> in this game. So thank God it's not me, you know, also, so, like, yeah. no matter what you did or whatever. Yeah. I don't think ever when I, when I was playing, if someone got a home run, I would be mad. Like, I don't think I ever blamed the pitcher. I think I just was like, oh, she's good at hitting. That was in my head. I was like, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think my brother was a pitcher for his whole life and also now works in like sports statistics and uh, like their main their main clients are, are major league baseball teams. And it's just wild to me, like the the probability and the math and the the analysis that goes into a sport yeah. like baseball. I mean, you can do it with other sports, but it's just like I never saw Moneyball, <laughs> but I imagine it's kind of like that. <laughs> also, that's my brother's software that's in that movie. So nice. that's just all. I mean, it. That's why I think it's so wild that you had a coach that was just like as hard as you can. Yeah, <laughs> and then I. I also remember so that second coach who used to who was very strategic with like, okay, if it counts this, you should probably pitch this way. Like he also was like okay, well, when you're not pitching, like we're going to have you play first or third because the distance to the, um, you know, home plate is more similar versus second or shortstop Uh because like you're used to your response time. Like if the ball is hit to you, the mound is a lot closer than where second and short usually stand. So like that would throw me off because you're not used to that extra couple seconds or whatever. Yeah. So he knew that and he'd be like, okay, well, we're going to play you at third. We're going to play you at first because those are much closer than short and second where they would usually play. So those were like my secondary positions. So it was yeah. very interesting just to like learn things like that from different coaches who were like, this is how I play. <laughs> yeah, totally. What was your grip for a change up? Can you show? Oh, you would hold it with your entire palm, like literally every hand. Yeah. Like you would just grip it super hard. And then like the release also, like where you release was very important. So like you would try to release at your hip and usually a change up, you would kind of hold on to it a little bit longer. Okay. So (gasps) there were different. Yeah. Was that fun to learn? Yeah, it was fun. It's actually really embarrassing when you like don't execute it right, though. Oh yeah, it goes straight up. <laughs> really, <laughs> you throw it backwards. Oh, to- just right. do a double. Like, that is wheel. true. That, that is actually so happened serious. a lot. Is yeah, yeah. When it goes like straight up and it's at like ten miles an hour because you're trying to like <laughs> the speed back. Oh, so it's God. embarrassing. But <laughs> but when it works, it works. And <laughs> and it's a lot harder. They also taught me like just the speed of you pitching it is helping the momentum of like them batting. So like if it's a fast pitch, it's easier to hit farther or faster than mm-hmm. if it's a pitch. So like also, you know, if it's a certain speed, they might not be able to hit it as well. So I don't know. I that's, batting that is always 
Yeah, batting is something I always wanted to be good at, and I was not good at, so. Yeah, I was never very good either. I was not good at fast pitch. I'm a rec league girl in just my life. Well, it's so (laughs) different. It's, again, like the timing. It's like waiting for, you know, the pitch versus it just coming there. When you play slow pitch for, like, 10 years, and then suddenly they throw you into fast pitch, and it's just like, ah, (laughs) what is happening here? I've said this when watching, whenever I watch softball, it is wild to me that anybody hits a ball because those balls are coming so fast and it's like, (laughs) seems like such a short distance. I mean, obviously long enough, but like a short distance from that your brain has to process from when the ball leaves the pitcher's hand to when it gets to the plate. And that's another reason why, oh, I was just going to say why it was. I remember as a batter always wanting to swing like at every, yeah. you know, I, it was hard to wait for your pitch yeah. as they say. Yes, like... totally. <laughs> I remember like reading something about like how it's harder to hit a softball fast pitch than it is to hit like a baseball, mm. like at 90 miles per hour versus a softball, like it's 65 or 70, just cause the distance is so much shorter. Okay. And the way, and it not being thrown, like, the angle, yeah. mm-hmm. that it's harder to hit it. I think there's, it is interesting, because our school used to play one game of the year where the baseball team would play the softball team, and it was my favorite, because all the guys <laughs> who kind of, like, I felt like had their noses up, yep. I would pitch, and, like, whenever I got a strike on them, I just felt so good about <laughs> yes. myself. Yes. <laughs> We can play. We can play. You know, it's not like you're out of my league. So, yeah, that always felt good. But I, uh, yeah, I definitely feel like that's a sport where you could do that. Mm -hmm. It's funny when you talk about the ball, because also like the neonness of it. I, there was a girl on our team who had these special glasses, these sunglasses where it like would make the ball stand out more. And it, I just uh-huh. remember being like, that's a whole nother level. But like she's getting <laughs> yes. special equipment to see uh, the like ball. superhero vision. To hit Did it work for her? Was she good? I remember those. Yeah. It was actually the same, um, the pitcher who kind of took me under her wing. She, yeah, she, she was very dedicated. And like, uh, so I remember when she got these glasses and was like, try them on. And it was crazy because it, it almost made everything seem dull. And then just, you know, like, or just duller colors. And then this like bright ball that, that if you're trying to keep an eye on, I guess is that's nice. wild. Like, up. So, that would be good. Those. I feel for like outfield too, because mm-hmm. like if you're in the sun, it would stand out better. Yeah, yeah. And she did usually play outfield if she wasn't pitching. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. I that's don't know. Cool. Well, that's how so... many people use it, but <laughs> then I wonder because I was listening to this interview, um, where do you know? I don't think she's a professional player. I think just she was played at Stanford, but uh, Jessica Becerra. Does anyone know who that is? I don't. Okay. Well, she has a podcast about softball and she's interviewed uh, uh, Kat Osterman and, and everybody else. And so she asks people at the end, like different, like fashion questions and like, whatever, just like kind of rapid fire of like, yes or no. Um, and so something that was coming up was like okay visors sunglasses um eye black um whatever i just feel like there's a lot of fashion and by the way for anybody watching you can see i have my visor on 
at volunteer advisor. <laughs> well, also, yeah, my advisor, my volunteer advisor. Remember when people would wear them like this, though, for real? I absolutely oh, yes. do uh, and did. Yeah. <laughs> um, my first question to you, I have a lot of fashion questions. Yeah. <laughs> do all softball players, is it always visors? That does make sense if you have long hair. I think, yeah, I do remember wearing one when I was younger. I stopped for a while because there was a point where I actually remember like hitting it with my windmill, <gasps> like when, in, <laughs> you know, in the motion yeah. and I never liked wearing sunglasses, mm -hmm. like, uh, but it was kind of necessary if the sun is directly, you know, there. So I just remember preferring not, not having anything yeah. like I, I would just wear my hair in a ponytail. I also have like a shape of my head shape does not function well with headbands they just like squeeze off so every time i tried to wear one that happens just, with like, my head too i don't get it I'm like do does, ever, does nobody else have this problem yeah. they just like by the time you're done they're just like a little beanie on the back of your head yeah. like around the yeah. <laughs> so i really didn't wear much other i did occasionally have the the visor when i was younger and then as i got older i would just prefer nothing but for a while they actually mandated we wear face masks as a pitcher because mm -hmm. this one pitcher in our league had gotten a ball right back to the face like a a line drive that hit her mm -hmm. and Whoa. they started like mandating that you wear these these face masks that were clear and so there was a good year or two before they stopped making it mandatory and I stopped wearing it because I realized I actually was like more afraid. I don't know why I felt like afraid more with it. It like would make you just sense. more aware that it could happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like but it would shatter like, in your face or something. Uh, yeah. The transition too was just like of being like, okay, I'm not going to wear this anymore. It was kind of weird because it was like, now I feel exposed yeah. and I feel like my life has been changed in a negative way where I'm like, I don't know, scared. But yeah, um, yeah there were, I mean, that occasionally happened. Thankfully, never for me other than directly in the shin. Like I definitely <gasps> oh, have gotten sucks, a yeah. line drive like back at the shin, but um, that was probably it. And no, thankfully, no major injuries. So oh my god that yeah yeah i think the worst injury i ever had when i played was i pulled my groin because of Ooh. the the form of like pitching and how you would kind of leap and um push off the mound so they had this um like i think they called it a stem machine oh, in yeah. our is have you been on one or had one of those hooked up to you it's like they send like electric pulses yeah. through your body mm -hmm. and it's so for me it was like ticklish and i was very uncomfortable and that <laughs> same it. girl I that same girl it. i hit who was a senior who was like i'm gonna kill you if you hit me and then i hit her <laughs> she hooked me up to the stem machine and she cranked it up and she Wait. was like <laughs> she yeah, she no she that should only like, be she was like the assistant oh, she... to the i forget oh. what they called it but like there were athletic certain athletic trainer. athletic trainer yeah yeah she was an athletic trainer <laughs> so she was the one to be like come on don't be a baby she was high. like turning it up was it I was like absolutely effed <laughs> was it to heal yeah. you or was it to like just figure out what was going on with you no it's supposed to i think like help the healing process yeah. so it yeah, like stimulates the the muscles if you're if it's like there's any soreness or injury or whatever it's supposed to like stimulate muscles in a way that like you can't manually but it is weird it feels like a constant shock and you can turn it up high of course or <laughs> it's wild i, I get like it on that. my knee at physical therapy and uh -oh. i don't like it how is your knee doing 
who cares are you still a you're still a pro athlete with your <laughs> yep i'm still a pro injuries. athlete i've been doing my exercises and they uh, same I'm working same thing <laughs> well some oh. of them hurt and it's not supposed to hurt but some of them i'm like what's gonna change if i just keep doing the same thing over and over and then it's just I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm like annoyed. But I also haven't been able to go into physical therapy because uh, I yeah. have been quarantining. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But today's the last day. So, but then they didn't have any open appointments until Friday. So, <laughs> I, really, that's where I'm at. No change. <laughs> it's frustrating. I try not to think about it. Same old, same old. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry oh, to bring geez. it up. No, it's fine. It's honestly fine. Man. <laughs> Um, okay, I have one other question for you. What is a bat flip? A bat flip? Everybody God, was asking like... about it on this. People talk about it as softball culture. Like, is it is just it like when... when you just toss it in your hand, like I... before? Or <laughs> I honestly don't know. I want to Google this now because I'm is like, where you like have the bat it. like on your palm and then you like like catch it the other way that's what i thought that's what i thought too but then they were all talking about it as like oh it's not good sportsmanship oh i know what it is it's probably when you hit and then you throw you like flip it oh yeah i bet it's that when you go take your base okay are you like running the bases do you know what i'm talking about yeah google is saying that if you throw the bat in a way where it rotates several times before yeah. landing um app like to show off after hitting a home run is what this definition yeah. is saying. it's That's like a right. showy okay. like you if you saw it you would be like oh that person's cocky i okay. didn't actually realize it was on purpose like people were doing it because there were definitely girls who would get in trouble for they would just call it throwing the bat they'd be like you yeah. threw the bat right like if you because you were putting the catcher in danger. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Or like the you person like on toss deck. it to the side, yeah. but you don't yeah. have to like actually throw it. You just yeah. But people are just basically it. drop yeah. it once you <laughs> make go. like yeah. you're supposed to yeah just run. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People were totally talking about it. Like, okay, do you bat flip like or do it. you not? <laughs> and it's I like, like you they were like, the if you bat flip, then I will bat flip at your ass. <laughs> and i'm like damn okay but it is totally that is totally youtube doesn't it might be it. like i wonder because yeah throwing the bat is like could be unintentional i wonder if they're using bat flip as because this actually said like showing off after home run so if you hit yeah. a home run and then you're just like try to flip it to toss it because you're like i could take my time i could yeah. stroll around these bases i feel like, like it's a i feel like you see it in the mlb a lot they kind of like look over and like give like a little look at the pitcher and flip their bat and take and go around you know i am supportive of a bat flip after you hit a home run that's something that's really hard to do it's something (laughs) i've never done in my entire life and i think you know what if you hit it you hit it people make it whenever i got a good hit whenever i got a good hit i just like was so excited (laughs) just like i never like took my time i ran as fast as possible i was so excited (laughs) it's always disheartening when they're like foul and you're like no (laughs) it felt so good (laughs) yeah it was straight yeah Yeah. Yeah. because you can tell when it leaves your bat like if it's gonna go yeah yeah you can tell so if it goes out sweet spot yeah man do you did just Okay, so do any of you have any thoughts or feelings about the fact that the Olympics, like, 
eliminated softball as a sport. This was going to be and my question too. It's bad. It's coming they back. Eliminated. Now, right? Well, they're bringing it back for Japan, but it's not like permanently back. Oh, it's yeah. Just what's for the Japan? deal? So they eliminated Weird. it just for the to- just for the Tokyo Olympics. Why? Well, I guess it? because like because it was because like the same because you the U.S. had won like so many times. I oh, wonder if it, I think oh. it was just like it's not competitive. I thought that they had cut several sports at that. Time. They did, and that was one of them. Yeah. I don't know if that's like I think I thought it was just because it was like a tournament style like it was a lot and there's a lot of people but oh. i guess i it was a long time ago i just remember that they cut it and i saw that it was coming back so i don't really know yeah i was curious because i haven't looked into like what the reasoning is but i was trying well, to look I up like the bullshit. salary <laughs> yeah i was trying to look up like the salary of a professional softball player and i think that, like google the top result will be like oh an average of like five to six thousand dollars and i was like wait, wait is this right yeah. like and there was actually one of the girls who was on i don't know if it was team usa or a college team but she had tweeted like that the new york yankees bat boys salary is higher than her professional softball contract oh my god and it got deleted but it was just to show like yeah. how yeah. little they make and i was like that can't be right. Like, yeah, what? it's throughout women's sports that yeah. low, <laughs> or yeah. like comparison in comparison, not it's sickening. high compared to like the male leagues. It's yeah, it's not great. But like, like remember... listening to your listening to your first few episodes, though, I was like, no, I can totally do a better job at like tuning in and watching Hosting this podcast. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> do a better job than them supporting you know women in sports yeah. because i don't watch and part of me always thought it's okay because i made the excuse that like i just get antsy i watch and i'm like i want to play mm-hmm. like that's what happens yeah. i watch and i'm just like okay well like we could just play <laughs> i right. totally i'm like so. um i think that if you do start watching them you will get hooked because we were like oh let's <laughs> like we started watching the challenge cup and i was like oh i've never watched this sport but i cannot stop now and yeah. then like with the WNBA, i have no idea what was happening i still am not quite there with basketball but i can't stop watching it, is, it. yeah it is so addicting addictive Addict- i don't know but it's so much fun yeah. and yeah. What is the main and, way you watch? Are you, because I am like a cable cutter, you know, cord yeah. cutter or whatever, mm-hmm. like mostly subscribing to like Hulu, Netflix. So yeah, yeah. is it like, how do you stream it? Um, or? If you get the ESPN streaming, that helps. Okay. I live with my parents, so I have every single channel. <laughs> so I'm not the person to ask. <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> well, some of like, I don't even know how I watch this. Yeah. Right now. Well, the soccer but. games that we had been watching were on CBS All Access. Mm, yeah. So that's okay. a subscription. Um, and then the WNBA, some of their games are streamed live on Twitter or Facebook. Some of them are on like ESPN or ABC. And then some of them are on um, the WNBA has like an app and a league pass that you can oh, that you okay. have to buy it. But to watch them but it's not expensive or anything there's Um, they had enough platforms that you could catch several of them like even if you just only had one like even if you just had access to facebook and twitter you could still watch a lot of games in the season and and once the pandemic's like not over because it's i don't know when that's ever (laughs) going to happen but um (laughs) you're in a mark you're in a wnba market and an nwsl market so you can go to 
like the New York Liberty games in Brooklyn, or you can go with Julia to New Jersey to see um, <laughs> Get ready. Sky Blue football, uh, soccer team play. So You've you're been a guest on our lucky. podcast, and now you are the world's biggest sports fan and have to go to all <laughs> <Yeah>. the <Oregon. laughs> Yes. That's how it They're happens. so fun. It, so it fun, is though. so fun. That's why I think like people, I mean, this is kind of uh, whatever, but that's why when people are like softball is boring or baseball is boring i think the ambiance of games does so much for any sport i just think it's like this is just like so fun to be here i yeah. never know what's going on at tigers games but i uh, i love <laughs> being there yeah it yeah. is exciting uh, yeah being there really does change the sport experience though mm-hmm. though i do i will defend my position that baseball is boring only because <laughs> they've like they've like like analyzed the fun out of it and made it like so nobody hits the ball anymore yeah i think yeah i think that i still enjoy watching it like i'll watch it on tv casually and i like going to games um the athletes unlimited league though very exciting always very high scoring games yeah Yeah. always high scoring tons of home runs definitely when that comes back give it a watch definitely need to check that out i have not watched anything i went through a period where i was a big tigers fan and i think it lasted for like a season and then a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of changeover and i was like mm-hmm. i don't even know these players yeah. anymore this yeah. isn't you know like fun. what did i get invested um, for yeah yeah it, that was like eye-opening to me because i was like why have i never gotten into this and then i started and then the next season i was like i feel like i'm restarting and it's hard i have to watch every game no i don't know what it is i just think and this is probably because i am a woman but women are just so much more interesting to watch (laughs) and okay when you said that like kat osterman had was a brunette like i literally think when you see representation in yourself in some of these players i feel like you're like okay I see a way in, which is obviously, you know, for myriad reasons why it's so important to have representation in sports. But I really think that's like goes so far. Totally. For sure. Cause I also think Jenny Finch was like seven feet. No, that's an exaggeration, but she also was a lot <laughs> taller than me where I was like, Oh, you have to be that tall to be, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, to be but... seven feet tall to make it as a pitcher in, in the softball world. <laughs> yeah well it's funny when we were watching the WNBA and I, and I was watching some of these players and it was like yes Crystal Dangerfield is 5'5 five five. I was like oh, excuse me are you telling me that I could have played basketball this is bullshit <laughs> you could be a they all said female, you needed to be at least 5'9 mugs, Muggsy Bogues out there <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> This whole oh, time yeah. was asked. I don't know why Muggsy Bugs is the one basketball player that I know who he is and is always my go-to. Yeah, that's short. the only one I know. <laughs> I know no, I know nothing else. Know Wait, basketball? Guy. Is that what you said? Yeah, he's the short. He's like known he's for like being a, super short. He was like uh, he played, oh. played probably in like the nineties and was short, and yeah. that was okay. what I know about. <laughs> that's him. his claim to fame. Muggsy Bugs mm-hmm. and like Grant Hill. Those are the people that I know. <laughs> <laughs> and Rashid Wallace yeah I mean he was later he was 2000s but I always I still say I do remember that era was it like 2004 when they won back to back I guaranteed it Rashid and Ben the Wallaces Ben Wallaces yeah Uh, who's the guy that wore the glasses Rip Hamilton Rip Hamilton yeah well he had the face yeah yeah, oh he had the face that's what I meant yeah 
But you guys, we're talking about men. And we're I talking about men. Ew. 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 I don't like it. Oh, God. No, I need to watch. I would like to get into, like, watching soccer and because I have not watched any women's soccer. I feel like the I don't know anybody other, like, if you ask me, like, what soccer player I know, I'd be like Mia Hamm, and that's embarrassing. <laughs> how, no, like, be, that's not embarrassing, embarrassing. She embarrassing. was a star. She was mm-hmm. a star. I can. Like, that was um, one of those moments that is, I still remember, like, when she tore off her shirt and was just in her sports bra. That was Brandy like, Chesney. But yes, well, same no. era though. Same era. Same era. Okay. They same were on team. the same. Yeah, they were on the same team though. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they were, and they both won that game. But the fact <sighs> that you remember that yes. moment is like so. Yeah, I remember awesome. that moment yeah. and not being in tune with soccer. I was like, "That's me. I am. Like, this is why I need to pay more attention <laughs> and learn names." I feel like, like when was that though? Ninety-nine. We were them. like young for that though. Yeah. So it's okay yeah. to not know who that person was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there is Leah a game um, on Friday, a soccer, a women's soccer game. Okay, so we'll, I'll text you the deets because yeah, let me know. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a uh, you, it's them. a women's national team friendly. They're playing the Netherlands. You and so. Mike should come over and watch it. This is how you know about games is you have um, a calendar People that, that somebody updates a calendar and you okay. see them come up on your <laughs> Google calendar and you know when they are and what channel they're on. We should do a you segment. Guys should watch it together that would be amazing yeah yeah because julia's a good one to watch it with because she can like, tell you what's wait, happening what does that I mean <laughs> yeah i'm like wait why did they me. just blow the whistle yeah. and she'll be like that's offsides julia did teach me too. every single thing i know about soccer which Aww. is a very basic soccer knowledge but i didn't know it prior to june of literally julia, honored julia <laughs> took me to my first national women's soccer oh. league game Julia, you're our hero. Yeah. Very true. Slowly converting everybody to be a <laughs> well, sports look, fan. This podcast has helped me grow very much because that was the same thing. I was like barely even watching NWSL. I was like, yeah, really not watching NWSL games. Of course, every time the World Cup or the Olympics came around, I was all about the national team. But aside from that, I wasn't watching the WNBA. And like you, like it's it was hard to like i'm just gonna say what she's she oh, was saying was, was probably like she watched the world cup when it came along <laughs> because back. that's what i would do too yeah she back <laughs> she back she good thank you you said everything but it is yes i was like yeah that's exactly it it was yeah it was more just like focusing on big national team tournaments and not like the league that everyone plays in in yeah. between yep. um, well and and i will just say in our defense it is very difficult to find these games. It yes. used to be yes. very difficult to find these games. I mean, it's still difficult to find And it's still, games. you have to put yeah. some work in. So, you know, that is a barrier for some people. Yeah. Um, and when you have to like go through pages and pages of articles to try to figure out when a game is being played. Totally. It's a pain in the ass. So. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Agreed. You're right. I remember back in middle school when they would have like the shock tickets. Like occasionally yes. you would walk in somewhere and there'd be like vouchers. Yep. I'm like, I'm going to see a shocks game. <laughs> going totally. to see the shock. <laughs> yeah. Totally. You Some probably my... sat next to Julia. I yep. was on the other side of Julia. <laughs> yeah. On the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Never uh, went. Uh, no. What a shame. Uh, Are you so upset sad. about it? I mean, I'm I am only. 70 percent sure that i actually did go <laughs> i think you did i think you did i did go i to, like, think i did 
but I'm and not you can go sure. to like Vipers games. I was gonna say Same. that and Vipers were ones that I felt like when I was younger there were vouchers for occasionally. Yeah, like... but I don't even know like were they like what what is the Vipers? It's like they were minor hockey, league, right? hockey, minor league. Yeah. Okay, I knew it was hockey, but I was like they had a cool logo too. Yeah, it was like Detroit's a getting a minor league <laughs> basketball team, I think, or like a the Detroit crew. Can they just get in a WNBA team? Well, they had one, and they... I know, they fucked it up. I would take take a soccer and basketball team. I would love a a soccer. I think that, like, there's the market for it around here, kind of. Like, people get so into city games. But we did learn that there is a women's women's... city team now that I would like to go to. And remember, I found those other ones. There's, like, a Corktown team and, like, a... That's true, yes. There's a few different women's teams that are, like, semi-pro. yeah. I'm gonna go play for them. The Do market's it. there, and we're just swimming in it. And <laughs> if you tell me that's it. mixed metaphors, I will. Oh, I was gonna say kill you, but I I didn't want to be agree. like that. I didn't want to be like I will that kill you. senior on your team. <laughs> yeah, oh. I will hook you up to the STEM machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn it right <laughs> Okay, guys, we are we are coming up on an hour here. Oh, I just got a package. Ooh, um, what is it? Oh. Open it on camera. I actually have no idea. Is there anything else we we want to touch on, either news wise or any um, last things we want to talk about? Mm, I, we did i did want to say that the uh u.s na- uh u.s women's national team they're at their like pre-game camp in the netherlands mm-hmm. and alex morgan's there with baby charlie <sighs> oh my god and there's some cute content and just thinking of like the team meeting her baby and like playing with her baby like makes me really happy there was a video you guys sent it in our chat but so leah alex morgan is is probably the the this is a bad analogy, but the Mia Ham of today. Okay. They're all kind no, of. No, that's good to know. Because I was like, that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but she's she's like the star f- forward or whatever. But okay. she just had a baby, so she's just now coming back um, from everything, and and so the whole national team is out in Netherlands now. They're going to play that game on Friday that you and Mike are coming over for, <laughs> and the date. <laughs> yeah, and so she's got this this baby, and you guys sent this video. I couldn't tell who that was that fell on the ground laughing. That was was that Morgan, her? Was that? No, I oh my it was, god, it's so. Cute. I thought it was, it was Kelly. Her. No, you can hear her laughing. I couldn't in the tell. Background, but I think it's. Oh, I I'll have to watch it again. Her own mother. That's really funny. Did that That's too. Really funny. <laughs> I loved it. They were just like it's a video of them like scaring Charlie, this baby, <laughs> the baby, and she she jumps and she and laughs, then just like goes and, back to normal. Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> she like laughs and then it's like, wait, why are you all laughing at me? I'm and like, why is my mom? they're rolling out around on the ground like what is happened yeah she gets self-conscious so i don't think they scared her on purpose i think they just wanted to like see what she they were just peekabooing like, yeah when yeah. you like funny, yeah. when you like Ooh. pop out and like make a baby laugh <laughs> exactly yeah. are any uh do you know if any of the players had parents who were like professional athletes is it like a family business like how actors you're like more likely to yeah. go into acting if you have parents who are actors or i am not age that i could I don't, I don't know. I think them. there's 
I know that in the WNBA, there's some players whose like parents played in college and maybe like, I think more college level, other, but not professional, but I definitely think like sport is like part of their family history. Yeah. Interesting. And I think Someone we'll see more. Soccer HQ at, what is, what's their, is it AOL, Hotmail? Soccer, Soccer HQ, HQ at AOL.com. At AOL.com yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our go-to for any yeah, sports inquiries. <laughs> I know when I was watching the the softball games this summer, there were a few people that like, like someone played for the Italian team because their mom played for the Italian team. But that's the only one that I can think of. I can't think of any that like had well-known athletes in America. We actually did have a girl in our high school, her grandfather was al Kaline, so he played for the tigers and everyone every ump would love to give her it when because her back of her jersey said Kaline, so they'd be like oh do you you know play as good as your grandpa and she hated it like she literally hated it (laughs) i'm gonna have to and i will kill you (laughs) what's the girl girl that threatened everyone i'm gonna have to confirm (laughs) with ben but i feel like he played in a league with Kaline's grandson does that sound like it could have been a thing i do think she had a brother okay so that's probably and has played yeah. in a league with everybody I and know, by true. everyone i mean al Kaline's grandson and bethany balser <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you guys remember the hey arnold episode where let me hear Arnold's it. like talking about mickey Kaline? Oh. who's like a fake I need more like, i need more he's a baseball details. player mickey Kaline in the show is a baseball player but i think he's like a washed up baseball player and arnold like teaches him how to like live oh, his life with joy I bet he didn't want arnold there and arnold just kept coming back like the lady that's that arnold on the island. yeah <laughs> but they like totally stole the k-line name but just like put oh, yeah, yeah. Just mickey like, who are they mickey. talking about i wonder <laughs> like is it mickey mantle or l k-line you be the judge no yeah. one can see us. <laughs> oh exactly <laughs> that's so funny lol <laughs> that's oh. so cool oh Thank you so much for coming on, Leah. This is thank so you fun. for having me. I love it's this. Just... I feel like I'm on the path to growing as a person by starting to support like women in sports. Yeah. And we're doing it, guys. We're doing yeah. it. We've converted <laughs> one so person. Yeah. Someone give us a what are the SBN awards called? SBs. SB. Oh yeah. SB. <laughs> I'll check in in six months and let you know how many games I've tuned into. Yes, if it, even if it's the one, on Friday, one, then that's we've awesome. done our duty. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep, exactly. Oh, we, you are a joy. Um, for the record, Leah's good. She's good. <laughs> She's good. She's good. She's good. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks for having me again. You guys yes. have been so fun. Oh, you girls, you ladies, you women. We'll take any. I'll take any of it. Yeah. (laughs) Anything you want to give us. Uh, Well, thanks everyone for listening and or watching. Um, and we'll see you next time. Be sure to catch the game on um Friday, November twenty-seventh. Twenty-seventh, Mary Beth's birthday. Mary Beth's birthday. (laughs) Twelve thirty PM. Twelve thirty PM. And while you do it, be sure to give Mary Beth a birthday shout out. Thank you again to our guest, Leah Gibbard. And we'll see you soon. Yay. Yay.